You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N, so it's Think, a podcast for learning, an educational-ish podcast, uh, except this time it's about a movie, and that movie is The Batman. This is part two of our episode on uh, a very long movie, and uh, I will let my also host, Paul Vine, take it away. Paul? Oh, hello. We're back to continue talking about the hit 2022 film, The Batman. And when we... Highest, oh, sorry. Highest grossing film in 2022, right? Uh, it's only been a few months. I, don't I mean, know what, has it beaten Uncharted? I believe so. So to pick there, up what, where we left off, film. Zoe yes, Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz. Julie Newmar. Eartha Kitt. Zoe Kravitz. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Um, Zoe Kravitz. Well, here's the thing I will say. I gl- I'm glad that Catwoman in this film has a fucking arc that seems like it matters as opposed to The Dark Knight Rises in which I cannot tell you a thing that happens with Catwoman in that film other than it's Anne Hathaway. Uh, she tries to steal the code that would wipe her slate clean completely. Uh-oh. And then... Uh, um, uh, her mom so said to not get into cars with strangers, and then she gets into the bat jet, and then she's like, "My mom always told me not to get into cars with strangers." And then car. Batman's like, "It's not a car." Sorry. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is there. He's like, "A perfect slate to wipe clean your identity." It was it's not a car. Um, I like those movies. I like all three of them in different ways. I just, the thing is, is I think of The Dark Knight Rises, and the things that I think of is I think of your big man for you. Uh, Classic. (laughs) That's good. uh, I got a Bane mask in here, too. Shit. (laughs) I used to be able to do a great Bane voice with a cowbell. It's so funny. It gives you you the perfect metallic. For you. you You know, that's the one line of him that isn't ADR, right? The for you? No, it's not that. It's in that scene because they they did the, the test. And everyone's like, this is nonsense. We can't hear him. So they redo all of it. Except <laughs> yeah, for... and then fucking Christopher Nolan was like, that... yes, 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 yes. They yeah, can't hear him. You don't need to hear him. It's all vibes. It's not about I dialogue. No, I love Sorry, that. sorry. Love He's that. like, it's all about it's all about vibes. It's not dialogue. Yeah, it's, it's all about vibes. He's such a quiet, unassuming man. But yeah, it's, it's, all, it's just. It's all about it's, vibes. I'm going to throw the body out of this plane. Yeah, and Dark Knight Rises is with no survivors. That's the one. Like that's the one. It's, or maybe it's the crashing this plane with no survivors. I watch that scene all the time on YouTube. I love that scene. It's so stupid. Uh, I and I, I'm gonna before we segue back into talking about this film. I want to say uh, I'm uh, a big dweeb who loves the movies, and the weird press around movies is always silly to me. And the interview where Pattinson gives about how he like just found out that he was cast to play Batman. Because trying to remember, I mean, it's, I'm going to look at this other up. director, right? Congratulate. He was filming Tenet. And then yeah. he, then yes. he was like, I've got to do a secret little screen. I don't know. This is how he talks. I got to do a secret little screen, a little screen test for Batman. So he's like, 
The other actor that and was then Christopher Nolan was like, "Congratulations!" Yeah, that's sorry, exactly he was like, what it was. "Congratulations!" I hear you. I hear you're going to be the Batman. Yeah, because he's a tiny like, little cute the, the, guy. The, 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 there Christopher were... Nolan is the doormat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Christopher Nolan is right here in my pocket. Actually, he's in my breast pocket. I have him here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm yeah. writing another just, movie. It's called Tenet Two. It's about a gun. It's about a big gun that shoots time. Uh, our Do you need more like, time? Because hey. it'll shoot shoot more time. And you see I someone, and you pull the trigger the on them, and then they're five years older, and you get some more guys that they've been shot, so then someone makes a knife that when you stab someone, it makes them young. <laughs> Tenet Rules, I recommend it to everyone. It's my uh, favorite movie about a gun that shoots time. <laughs> it really is. It's way better than any other one I could think of, which is none. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Arpath gets the call and he's like, "Hey, uh, you've been offered Batman." He's like, "Holy shit!" And then he just like basically steps out of the trailer, and then Nolan is just standing there, he's like, "Hey, congrats!" And he's like, "What the fuck, man?" Uh, do you know the three other actors that were considered for Batman? Uh, real quick, do you think that there is an alternate universe in which Christopher Nolan texts Robert Pattinson, but actually he texts? Uh, he texts like, uh, "Who's another Robert? Like famous Robert actor?" That are you describing? Are you describing Bill Belichick, Belichick texting Brian Flores? Yeah. Congrats, Brian! And then he's like, "Wait, do you mean this is Brian Flores? Do you mean Brian Deball?" Uh, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And then yeah. it's like the thing where it's like, "Oh shit, Belichick did that to destroy his rivals." Yeah. Um, the three actors who were cast. Let me guess. Robert, Robert Wagner. Ro- wait. What? Robert Mitchum. Okay. And Robert, uh, I was just thinking Robert Mitchum's Batman would be wild. (laughs) Yeah, the other three actors that were considered. I got this. Shia LaBeouf. No. Hold on. But one is as canceled as. Hold on. Sorry. James Franco. Hold on. Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Hold on. Camille Nanjiani. Do you wanna do you wanna take that from the top? Yes. We're not live, okay. right? Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Okay. You're watching Think. Um, hold on. I, I got this. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Hold on. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh um Paul Paul Dan is already in the movie. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh Paul, Paul Giamatti. Dan, hold on. Batman. Paul Dano oh. doing a dual role. <laughs> Michael like Gandolfini. Bat- uh, and uh, T.J. Miller. Okay, do you want me to answer actually this time, or do you want to do the... We're taking this from the top of the jokes. Paul, do you have any guesses? Uh, for Batman? Yeah. Yeah, people who could play Batman right now. Um, I right. can give clues for these actors. Nope. We don't know. No, okay. no, no. Um, uh, Barry Keegan, uh, because they loved his performance as Drig. Um, I know he's already in the film. But before, I, before they shot Drug, they yeah, were like, "We got to get that guy." They in They just here. saw they saw Barry Keegan is Drug on a poster, and they're like, "We need him for Batman." Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, Idris Elba um, playing Batman because they can't think of another black actor. Um and let's go ahead. Uh, what's it, who's the guy played? Um, New Morpheus, Yaya. Abdul Yaya Abdul Martin. Yes, I would He's love to see so him. So hot! I would love to see him as so Batman. hot. Are any three of those correct? Because I have ideas. 
No, uh, none of the three are correct. Also, Yaya Abdul Martin is playing Black Manta in the Aquaman movies, oh, so they right. couldn't get him. That's true. That's, um, you could. No, they wouldn't cross cast. It was very important that they do not cross cast. That was the thing they ran into, and actually caused one of these people to not be considered, even Cole though he Sprouse. made the short. Dylan Sprouse. Cole's not acting, right? Fine, I, Cole I and Dylan. Oh, okay. doing like a doing like a um, yeah. They trade off. One's Bruce yeah, Wayne, yeah. one's Batman. <laughs> it's, oh. it, it, it's, uh, it's the Prestige. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! There it is. Spoilers for the uh, Prestige. Uh, Tom Holland. Do you, do you want me to say the actual yeah, ones? Or it, we, right. We've wasted okay. enough time on this. Robert Pattinson was the front runner from the start. We that already was he already got it. That can't be one. No, I no, no, I'm saying I'm I'm setting the stage. Okay. He was the front runner from the start, who is who they wanted end to end. Reeves wanted him because of good time and wrote the script with him in mind. Yes. Other actors considered were Nicholas Holt, mm. who was the one that came he was the runner up. He's that's the guy Holt. from that's the guy from Arrested Development, right? Nick Holt. I was like trying to figure out what the joke was. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. Wait, uh, who is Nicholas Holt? Okay. So, uh, he was Beast yeah. in the X Men movies. That's who I he thought. Was on... That's who I thought the first yeah. second. I thought he might be Nicholas Braun. Just for no, a he was. Second. Um, how would he? Cousin Greg as. No, if anyone was going to play Batman from Succession, it'd be Kieran Culkin yeah. as a weird psycho freak. Sure. Um, but what if it was Greg as. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay, yeah. yeah. Who was basically dismissed because he was Quicksilver. Yeah, and kick-ass. Uh, but Quicksilver was more, they were like, we don't want anyone who had been in the MCU. And a person who had been previously cast to play Batman in the canceled Justice League film directed by George Miller. The even more canceled Army Hammer! They dodged oh, a bullet. Man. <laughs> we, they dodged a speeding bullet that wanted to eat you. They could have leaned into Cannibal Batman. I do Cannibal. think Army Hammer would be a good Batman. Cannibal Batman. Uh, other actors considered, uh, not, not for Batman, um, uh, they really, really wanted Jonah Hill to be in this movie as either. I get, you know, I remember that. They like, wanted him as Riddler or Penguin, and they were like, you can pick. Yeah. I don't but, see him as either of those characters. Yeah, I can't and, imagine and, him. The the thing that held it up was Jonah Hill was like, I'll do it for $10 million. And Pattinson's getting like $3 million for this film. Yeah. And they were like, no. And they're the like, bu- what's the budget for this film? It was really. Uh, loud, the right? budget was only between $185 and $200 million, which is a lot of money. But honestly, for this film, is not as much as you would expect anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a superhero film to be less than 200 is, I feel like, shocking at this point. Yeah. And, the, and that. Uh, uh, that probably factors in at least a little bit of the like, uh, you know, the uh, like the Captain America Civil War budget. Here's the perfect one for this, which was a film that came out six years ago was two hundred and fifty million dollars then. Huh. And that film looks like shit. Uh, the, the airport scene sucks, sucks so much. There's a really great scene where they introduce Spider-Man. and I was like, oh, my God. And then uh, it, the rest of it looks like gray fucking shit. And this film, shouts out to Greg Fraser, who also shot Dune, who knows how to fucking shoot a movie. Because this he, thing... He looked, did, like, four films in the last, like, year, two years that have been... I forgot. I saw, like, a list that was, like, here are the other two films that this guy did. He genuinely makes things look cinematic. Um, 
He did Rogue One a couple years ago, yes, which is another right. film that looks great. Yeah, that's that's the one where it's just like Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, and he's going to do the new Gareth Edwards film, but uh, Dune. Oh, what's, what's, what's the what's the new Gareth Edwards film? Uh, it's called True Love. It is small, a few details. It's a science fiction film with Gemma Chan, who can't act but is pretty. Uh, John David Washington, who I do really like. Uh, Allison Janney, Ken Watanabe, and holy Allison fucking Janney. shit, Virgil Simpson. <laughs> All right, cool. What? I'm um, in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking yeah, I'm in. I'm for that because Gareth Edwards did the fucking 2014 Godzilla film, which I love that fucking movie. It fucking whips. That the movie scene? fucking rules. So, okay, literally, though, I was thinking of that movie, like I was talking to Sarah about this when we left the theater, because the seminal part of that film is the airdrop sequence where they drop through the fucking sky with the flares and you see for the first time because you don't see the real size of Godzilla until that scene and you're just like oh fuck he big he's huge and the way that is lit is so much of the last half of this film. I love that. Yeah, I might like there. The one of the things that I really liked with this film, and I'm I apologize, I'm a big photography nerd, but I liked how much of this was just like. Greg Frazier and Matt Reeves, like, what if we stuck a camera basically where, like, a wheel would be? And you would just have this part where you, you see a little bit of a car, and then you see, like, what's happening behind. There's a lot of, like, the reflections of things. It looks just cool, and the best shot is, and it's in the trailers, but it's just the fucking, uh, the fucking penguin's car crashed cackling as Batman walks to him upside down. Just looks fucking cool. And the music... Holy shit, I can't believe I haven't talked a bunch about the music. Michael Giacchino goes fucking wild on it. I was listening to the whole score last night while I was playing video games with friends that we'd played a bunch before and I needed a different thing to listen to. The score is great. It sounds fucking killer. I really like that one song he wrote they kept playing. Uh, Highway to the Anger Zone? Uh, It was like uh, something about bridges and fish. Underneath the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It sounds cool. It's a good film. That's Michael uh, Giacano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lost. Did the Lost soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and has an Oscar from, I think, a Pixar film? Wait, you said Lost? Yeah, yeah. he, did the, he huh. did the score for Lost. Yeah, this is this is JJ's this is JJ's sons going out in the world and making something <laughs> better than what he's... Uh, um, they're better than the father. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he has... Um, Michael... Uh, is there an awards section? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's always the fucking He Italian won an Oscar song. for Up. That oh. was the one. It it's was always up the Italians. He... The Italians can score. John Williams. Famous Italian John they, Williams. They made, him, they made him change his last name at the island. Yeah. It used to be Willard. Willard John Williams. John. <laughs> Reggiano Williano. Exactly. Uh, there was a high, I, yeah. They were very progressive. Uh, yeah, the use of shadow in this film was great. Like, I, I like it's I, another sh- another thing that I really liked, and it's I, I we haven't touched on this as much. This is I, I, we haven't discussed it at all, actually. I think, but uh, I as a big Batman dweeb, a long-standing relationship with Batman, my good friend, the Batman. I appreciated that this film was the one that was just like, oh. No, no, no. He he doesn't kill. No, no, no. No, no, no. 
That's a key thing with him. Because every other Batman movie, he kills at least a person. Mm -hmm. Like, Keaton's Batman kills, like, hella dudes. And this is the one where it's like, Zoe Kravitz goes to shoot somebody, and he, like, karate chops the gun out of his hand, out of her hands. He's like, no. I like that. I like that he's, like, he doesn't kill, but he doesn't kill in the way that, like, straight edge dudes will still go to parties. Like, he, people around him are doing it, and that's fine. But he's like, I don't think you should do that. He's like a vegan when it comes to not killing. He's just really, <laughs> where they're like, that's your thing. Doesn't Jim Gordon say that at one point? He's like, that's your thing, That's not mine. It's when they go into the orphanage, he pulls his gun out, and Batman, he just goes, no guns. And he's like, yeah, man, that's your thing. And it's, it's another funny bit because it's not – super played up for laughs it's just a quick like no these are guys like if you i think you and i were talking and it's like it felt like a lethal weapon yeah it, it's not a like quip it. it's uh a, a natural funny exchange between yeah because they've been working characters that have yes because they're rapport. they're co-workers essentially um no, I I think yeah, Batman's just kind of the weird freelance guy they bring in for difficult yeah situation. i like that that's yeah that's a beautiful way to look at it has anyone here seen The Talented Mr. Ripley? No. But I have seen no. The American Friend, which is uh, connected to that movie. The greatest line reading of all time is Philip Seymour Hoffman in The Talented Mr. Ripley shouting at Matt Damon's character after he has uh, looked in on Jude Law and Gwyneth Paltrow having sex, shouting, How's the peeping, Tommy? Hey. How's the peeping? How's the peeping? Andy. So when the Riddler started and it was clear mm. that it was him looking through there, I wanted to stand up and shout, How's the peeping, Riddler? How's Batman the peeping? Batman does that shit later, though. And he's actually looking yeah. at, at uh Dude, so and then I was it. like, How's the peeping, Bruce? Yeah. How's the peeping? Yeah. Yeah, he was just like, Yeah, you put on that cat suit. So yeah, let's linger. Let's linger a little longer. All right. No, I do like that later he's chance. just like a big dweeber. He's like, Oh, is that what she said? I was watching you through the window. I'm very cool. I'm Batman. Oh, the funniest shit is... You want to get dinner? Batman just saying, Yeah, a lot of cats. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was sorry. so good. That's something I do want to talk about. It's a funny about. movie. And then, and, then, and then she says, Yeah, I'm a fan of Strays, which is a, like... She has a, it's, she's she's coming on to him, that and then says, he stands what? there and he, he says, I have a thing for Strays, which... Again, given the conversation around the uh, the other girl, Annika, that she was keeping is what helps to solidify that, like, yes, she is open. Like, not She's obviously openly, bisexual. She's bisexual. fucking that girl. Obviously. She's fucking that girl. She was sad that disappeared. Uh, now, I, I loved... What I want to talk about real quick, real quick, is in that yeah. moment, she says, I got a thing for strays. Or, sorry, I have a thing for strays. Which makes sense because we know Batman's an orphan. She doesn't yeah. know that. Later in the movie, she also says, I don't know who you are, but whoever you are, you must have been born rich. She knows orphan. She knows rich. She knows it's Bruce Wayne, right? But she she won't lead on she knows though yeah. i don't know if in other like versions of batman if selena kyle knows bruce wayne is batman is that like well they're normal? married it alternate they're married. They kind of alternate now they're uh, married no 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 in the comics no no what batman happened? left her at the altar because God. his enemies or whatever bastard fucking christ it, it's fine it's fine um in my head. They, they were gonna get married. Uh, Robert, uh, Nick, Robert Pattinson uh, is like, you see, I just think of my interpretation of 
Batman's con- he has commitment issues. You know, he's got a whole menagerie of villains. He's not ready to commit to one. Villain. You know, listen, listen, to to one Zoe. Movie. The thing when I think of my version of Batman is much like Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. He's really torn between these two women. <laughs> Listen that was the Robert Pattinson describing the, the Tifa Aerith romantic divide to Zoe Kravitz, who's like, you're hot, so I'm going to listen to this conversation. But she was also what? like, so one's nice and one's hot, and that's how you think the two type of women are? And he's like, and he's like, well, it's a bit more complicated than that, love. Yeah, those damn. And then Michael he was like, yeah, baby, yeah. Yeah, Bad baby, man. yeah. I'm single again. FKA Twigs and I couldn't work it out. Oh. Do, 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 do. Uh, the, oh. uh. <laughs> so to the, to the, is he, to the girl listening at home, Robert Pattinson's single. Uh. Cloud, Robert Patton. Where were we? What was the point right before this? We were going to talk about the 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 thumb drive. I wanted to yeah. talk about more of the wanted... political intrigue of this film. But we yeah, no, 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 no. Directions. It was I wanted to build off of one specific thing that was said, and I can't remember what it is now. So, um, that's I want to talk about the thumb drive. Let's talk about the thumb drive. The funniest. Let's hit the thumb drive and then the other penguin bit that I thought was really funny, and then let's move on to some other stuff. I'm other bummed. Funny bits. I'm glad that this film didn't release day and date on HBO. But if it had, I would already have created an edit for the part where where because they 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 stumble upon the word drive in the clue because of the fact Nick is I maybe seen what where my no, dumb joke. No, I, there's just oh. uh, there's a there's a question in chat. From uh, creepy Jimmy Stewart. I'm late, but was underneath the bridge in the movie. There's a song that keeps playing called Underneath the Bridge. It's not the Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge song. God. No, that song plays like five times in the movie. A lot. It plays a lot. Like any anytime they're like doing an establishing shot of Gotham, it plays underneath the bridge. And something in the way plays a lot. And also it plays while Bruce Wayne drives his motorcycle underneath the bridge. Mm-hmm. Sorry, something in the way. Yeah. Uh, it plays something in the way it plays while uh, he drives his motorcycle underneath the bridge into a secret lair. It's very silly. I appreciated it. Things should be silly. But no, uh, just there's the part where they're like, what if we just ignored the other parts? Because like, one of the first times I really laughed hard at this film was when uh, Batman Bruce Wayne comes down and finds Alfred doing doing the doing the cryptography like it's the Sunday crossword. It was like it reminds me of our circus days, and I was like, "What?" Uh, and then they and then uh, and he's like, "What if we just ignored all of that? What does it come up with?" And it says drive. Dude. And if this film had released day and date on HBO Max, I would have already created the edit where that says drive my car. I'm going to be like, Batman's telling you to stream Drive My Car now on HBO Max. That's true. It's just as long. It is cool that, like, Batman is a guy who can't sleep because of trauma and just has so many hobbies. Like, he, his car is in pieces earlier in the movie. And then a week goes by, and that car is fucking working. Also, I'm not sure if I misread the scene, but it seems like he starts the car up and then it dies. Right, I and definitely he thought he flooded it. I fully was like, it, Batman right? flood the cl- did Batman flood the clutch? I think that's the joke, right? Like, I think yeah. he genuinely floods it the first time. I and also then there's a lull, and it. then it happens. Um, and I thought that was what was some of the fun of that because 
he he sees the thing that says drive, and then like a sensible person, he's like, we have to check his cars, mm-hmm. and he and Gordon go to go through the mayor's cars, and. <laughs> Which they've already established. They've already established that the mayor's hand is missing a finger. Yes, they were like, and he's like, it was cut off while he was alive. See, around the edges. And he's and just like, Jesus. He's just, yeah, he's just like, he, like he does some fucking uh, like he took anatomy two hundred one shit where he's just like, like the like when somebody's like the stippling around the 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 stippling but around also, the gun, gunshot indicates that the gun was within six inches of being fired. Yeah, Genuinely, another good touch in the whole scene is when he's just walking around and he kind of like takes half a step towards something, and then a photographer comes over and is like, "What?" and then sees like a blood splatter there, and then takes a photo, and then he just kind of steps away like he's like a video game guide for these people. It was like, "Hey, uh, maybe there's something over here." Oh yeah, he steps on the creaky floor. I would love Bat- Batman as Navi. Hey, it's like, hey, listen, hey, listen, hey. Listen. No, hey, listen. no. Jump, jump because the at the uh, <laughs> creepy Jimmy Stewart. Stop watching this. There's so many spoilers. We're talking about the entire movie. I know. Don't say I'm going if you haven't seen it. Batman, uh, Raw Dogs, uh, Gordon. Dude, at the end no. The part of the movie at the end where uh, that cop's just like, I, I feel like this is like the the line of MP, the line of dialogue <laughs> that you have to unlock for the NPC, yeah. but it takes like five like questions, rounds of questions to get there. Where he's like, pretty crazy that he killed him with that carpet tool, right? And Batman's just like, Nick, you truly have, you, you truly were about? playing Elden Ring because you, you realize about? you have to ask, you have to talk <laughs> yeah. to an NPC five straight times before they give you the important detail. Huh? Oh my God! There's carpet on the floor. Stand uh, back. I I love earlier when uh, after Alfred gets bombed because uh, Bruce Wayne was one of the targets because sins of the uh, father will be paid to the son uh, and Alfred gets bombed and then he's like now we need to solve this case and so like the climactic moment is him instead of like you know in previous Batman movies where he just like goes and beats the shit out of a bunch of poor people he just takes his shirt off and moves his family's dining room table so he can spray paint on the floor all of the clues he has yeah Which that I, I, I do that's like the writing process there like that is I think the visual motif tying Batman to the fucking Riddler where they both like take ruin their floors basically for for a purpose um but the uh when when fucking when fucking like the truest like the truest middle-aged cop depiction i've ever seen in the movie is a dumbass putting a random fucking thumb drive in his computer and then being like oh it's opening my emails oh god oh no oh i just sent a bunch of media to all the which i saw people people being so mad about that they're like jim gordon is a good cop why would he do that i'm like because cops are dumb imagine jim gordon in this movie every single thing jim gordon does in this movie but it's like tim robinson as Jim Gordon was just like, oh no, can I unplug it? It's a laptop. It's already charged. I can't plug it. Batman, so, yeah, don't you have a thing in your belt to like block Wi-Fi? Oh. <laughs> Jim Gordon so, yeah. Jim Gordon they, is seconds away from doing the fucking Zoolander. The files are in the computer. <laughs> throw it computer on the ground. I'm gonna catch hell for this one. And uh, later in the movie, 
<clears throat> when um, kind of out of nowhere, well, one, it's amazing when uh, the Riddler's live streaming and then it just shows like the 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 Instagram like hearts flying yes. out from people liking yes. it. Like yes. I wish I wish they had done the TikTok thing where someone paid like five bucks to put like sunglasses on him and he's like, I appreciate it, Gotham lover sixty nine. If one of but, if but one I'm of the messages didn't do something important right now, if one of the messages in chat was highlighted and just like which gauge do we bring, but in highlighted, oh, uh, yeah. uh, if he was streaming on Twitch and he had TTS set up and he was just like. All right, Donos, Donos, stop for it. I'm going to have to turn off TTS if you don't let me. Fi- I'm trying to do my manifesto I, right now. Two things. Two things. Red every shit. time every time someone subscribes, it just goes like. <laughs> yeah. Two things. The Riddler should have said poggers. Second thing. <laughs> uh, some Somebody in the comments should have said show feet. That's true. <laughs> the Riddler is looking at it, He's just like, you're right. Oh, you're, you're right. Uh, you're 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 right there. Yeah, uh, trans lives matter. Anyways, like it was incredible <laughs> when it got to the uh, the end, uh, and I, it was foreshadowing was bedtime. But when it, he like unlocks it, and then the comments on the video are just like, "It's a winter hunting mask. You can get them at the army surplus store." Which dude, is that just, was fucking. That was no, the best was piece so of funny. writing in the entire that movie. Was so funny because you get all those comments there, and you don't know what the fuck they're actually referring to, and you just get the Riddler being like, "Thanks, guys. I love you so much." And in the bottom, you get what is clearly a 4chan post. Mm-hmm. Like, like they just went to 4chan and pulled like how it is opposed like it doesn't make any sense to be there but they were just like yeah we're just we're just trying to tie this to some QAnon January 6th shit um and then eventually them realize like like oh shit he's going to like blow up he's going to have a bunch of people attack Madison Square Garden. Sorry, Gotham Square Garden. I love it. Just the funniest thing to me is when he releases that video to the news about like that finally gives up the whole like the whole deal, the whole conspiracy that like when Wayne was assassinated, there was a slush fund that everyone using for their own purposes. And and, and that, that uh, he had had a reporter like it, it, that he had had a reporter killed yeah. to keep the family secret yeah. because Martha Arkham, which brutal name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, had you know it was just With like there yeah um or what do you why did you say that name i love the idea that when they show that it's like he hired an editor like it's such a youtube video it's such a true crime youtube video that one of his 500 followers is like an alt-right youtube editor who's like riddler i got you free of charge i can like we can pull some um some, some graphics i could do a little edits like you bring the voiceover riddler having like the the principal from abbott elementary do like the tiktok videos for him Another thing like, I hey love, guys, here's is, my witch list. I'm the, the poorest oh, serial killer. <laughs> the poorest serial killer in Gotham City. What are you saying? Ian said yeah. he asked if he lost connection. Oh, no, you're still good. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's gone. Oh, God. Batman got me. Damn it. <laughs> uh, another thing, though, that I just loved in this dumb stuff is uh, when they show the news broadcast of one of the Riddler videos... And you see the captions when they're doing the broadcast, and then they cut back to Pattinson's face, and there are no captions, and you're like, what is the Riddler saying in this moment? It's weirdly muffled. And then they go back to the broadcast, and there are the captions on there, and I was like, I appreciate that they made it very clear that the captions are only on the television mm-hmm. recording. Yeah. I do I do really like that when 
Peter Sarsgaard came out with the 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 pizza guy bomb and the yes. HQ deadly HQ trivia strapped to his hand that Robert Pattinson I... like walked off and was like, huh? What are we doing? Trivia? I got this. I know all the answers. What's the first one? What was the first one? He's like, it's uh, it was like it's it's blind and sometimes you don't get it. And he's like, that's justice. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, he wants to know who the rat is. And then he's like, I'd rather die. And I was like, yeah, 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 it's all talk. And then his head blew up. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, and Batman and didn't even flinch. He was just like... No, he got blown backwards. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, got, he got fucked up from that. He was shell-shocked. He couldn't And then he wakes like up and he's surrounded by the cops. And the one cop is like, I just want to take the mask off. And then Batman wakes up and starts beating Punch the shit out of that guy. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Jeffrey Wright is like, to your corners, to your corners, fucking cool down, and does that like six times in that scene. Yeah. It's great, and I do appreciate that while we are never going to get a Batman that says A-cab, it does rule that when Batman is just telling the guy whose friend, he is telling his friend in the police, whose friend and former partner just died, and he's just like, he had it coming. (laughs) Jeffrey Wright is like, what? He's like, maybe he wasn't who you knew he was. But he well, was who I knew he was. That guy's so that's sucked. Like, that's his voice thing. was super annoying, too. That, that's the thing about this he film. He was rude to me. He was rude to me every time I met him. The thing about this film is that it's, so much of it is it is a political intrigue film, right? It's about the like what is going on with this this rainy day fund shit. I forget what the call, they call it. The, the uh, renewal fund, right? Yeah, renewal. Uh, yeah, yeah, Gotham Renewal Fund. Yes. So like, it is what's going on with the renewal fund. Uh, where did that money go? What happened with it? Um, there's a lot around the mayoral election, specifically uh, the like Oca- Alexandria Ocasio Cortez stand in. Stand in, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, real who is change. A real change, real. And the other thing is like she is not like a leftist, but is very clearly running on like an, uh, an anti corruption, um, very like left center candidate um, based on what's happening. Also, uh, doesn't Catwoman call out Batman on his straight white male privilege? Yes, there is something around that. Or rich privilege. Like, there is, yeah, there, there there's is a, a talk there's on a thing. privilege. Yes, there's a thing where she's... There's a thing Ian brought up earlier where she does say, like, oh, I can tell you grew up rich. Yeah, yeah he that. says something dumb, and she's like, oh, you you rich fucking brat, which is good. My, yeah, because uh, Batman's uh, like, why would you do crime? And she's like, for money. And he's like... Why would you do? Why would you need money? Just I, I, crime. I'm remembering well, and, and, you and, and, and I crime for a little money, and she's like, clearly, you're. Well, I love that. I love that theme, though, right? Because like the Riddler is also an orphan who grew up in an orphanage, and it's like, hey, guess what happens when you aren't the orphan of like fucking billionaires? It sucks. You grow yeah. up in like a foster a foster home system that sucks. Ass. Is the Riddler wrong when he's just like Bruce Wayne? Oh, you was the special orphan. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah, slightly. Losing your parents sucks regardless. But also, he's completely right that, like, yeah. Bruce Wayne was different. No one's wrong in that scene. Rich. Everything he says, and then when uh, uh, Batman's like, you're a, a murderous psychopath, <laughs> and I hate God, you. It's, it, again, you it is weird, the, and your haircut sucks. And and it, is, it is so good that it is like a rom-com proposal that he says no to. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, that's what you think? No. Ew. Uh, 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 is if SNL hasn't already done this, they're going to do a bit where it's the Riddler showing up outside of Bruce Wayne's house with the uh, with the signs from Love Actually. <laughs> SNL <laughs> won't do it because uh, they already they, did it with. Um, well, no, it was, 
I was going to say because they're owned, you know, it's 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 Peacock, and Peacock's not going to want to we hype can, up their competitors. We can That's do that. True. We can just make a TikTok. Yeah, we could just do that. We You're just right. Make a TikTok uh, of I was going to, I remember one of the things I wanted to say earlier, which is uh, uh, one of my favorite versions of Batman was Batman the Animated Series Batman. And I think this kind of plays a lot on that depiction of Gotham. But I think I always loved was in one of the Justice League episodes, which was the same character. A thing that I think really understood it is there's an episode where Wonder Woman is just blatantly hitting on him. And Batman just kind of looks at her and he's like, there are two reasons this isn't going to work out. One, dating in the team always fails. Two, you are an immortal princess, and I am a rich kid with issues. <laughs> Lots of them. And I feel like our paths could say that in the next film to Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. It's like, I am a rich kid with issues. Lots of them. So are we ready to talk about the next film? Uh, Well, did we want to talk? Uh, we, I mean, we kind of touched on the whole like cop stuff. Do we have anything I, else we well, want to the, talk about the mob the, stuff? The other, well, the other thing around the yeah. cops thing is that this film does the thing that, like, again, none of these films are going to ever have great politics. I do like that, it again, it plays into this, like, class warfare aspect of, again, going back to the architecture of the extremely gothic architecture whenever it's rich yeah. people and the, the, like, industrial architecture of everything else and how shitty it is. It um, sucks that Batman says you're a good cop, but he only <laughs> says that to... Uh, uh, to Gordon, and that's basically him saying, I love you, but he can't say I love you because Batman isn't in touch with his sexuality. <laughs> so, but, so there's also the thing of like, oh yeah, what and what do the rich people do? Well, all the fucking rich people go to the, the seedy part of the city to go party in the slums because they get off on that. Like, that stuff is in there. Like, everything with Catwoman wanting to be like no, fuck the rich people. Like, I'm just going to take their money. Like, this was a long con. I was going to take the money, and I was going to fucking peace out. Um, the the Her with the contacts just walking through the club and Batman being like, Jesus fucking Christ, that's the whole DA's office. Yes. Like, and then, and then like, they're also, all there. Also him being like, hey, go talk to that guy. And she's like, no, I'm not going to. Like, that, that <laughs> was another. Talk really, to Peter that was, the, that was It'll oh, be really, a whole thing. That was, that was also really Basically, good. Uh, yeah, you're I, wearing my weird contacts. You got to talk to him. That was also really good. I feel like gender thing of just like Batman just being like, yeah, just go talk to him. It'd be fine. And she's like, no, if I literally look back at him, he's going to be like, I'm going to, it's time for me to hit on this person. And she's like, I don't want to deal with that. It's the DA. In go the hit on the DA. Way. Oh my God. Peter Sarsgaard's just like, hey, you're hot. I'm really stressed out. I'm hot. What is this, fucking, what is this fucking drug oh, they're all doing, God. by the way? Drop. We're in a right. lot of trouble because we're doing crimes and someone told we did it is like The last somebody... person I told that's dead. Anyway, um, do you want to I gotta drink? go get in my car? Drugs? Okay, you're leaving. That's fine. I'll just wait until you leave and then I'll follow you and then I'll I wish I could ride. see Matt Reeves' direction for Peter Sarsgaard in this moment. It's like, hey, you're Jimmy Stewart, who just did a lot of bad drugs. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, the part where the one person is like, it's fucked. And he's like, shut the fuck up. It's my, not that bad. My life's falling apart, but you're really pretty. Do you, do you want to put drugs in your drink and then hear me talk about all the crimes that I like happen? Who hasn't been there in that moment where you're like, oh, my life is falling apart, but I'm going to talk to this pretty woman. But but that is what where that the film venture ends up is like, yeah, there's there's good cops and there's bad cops, and the bad cops are the ones who are on the take, and the good cops, <laughs> the, the like five hundred cops that show up at the end to arrest mm -hmm. the the fucking okay, bad. Guy. It's not five hundred; it's thirty. Yeah, there's, there's, 30. There's, there's a great scene. Uh, it's it's it is kind of 
incredible. I do think it's good that like Gotham PD, assuming that it's like NYPD, is huge. And, and then and then at the end, Gordon's like, "We're not all bad." And then it's like a large van full of people, like it, enough to field it is enough it to is, field two intramural football teams arrive. It is, and then it they're is like, the "Let's of, step him out into the spotlight." And then his bla- brain gets blown up, and Batman stands over there and just is like, "Lead him into the light." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh fuck! I solved the puzzle. Oh, that guy lives fuck. right there. It it, it feels like um it feels like a Dark Souls game <laughs> where you're like you're like oh there's a bit here let me solve this and then you do it and you're like I did it and then you just get like fucking pushed into the. I was gonna say die. it's it's Breath of the Wild where you summon a shrine and then you walk in and the shrine kills you and also afterwards before it's the most cryptic clue of all time of the like <laughs> no what. It's La, not L. Oh U R L Arata, and then he's like, URL. Is it a website? Which is no. extreme D and D brain. I love that because it, it again. Yeah, because you love Miss. Well, the, yes, that. But also, like, it is a thing where they're like fucking like beating the shit out of the penguin. And <laughs> on, the, on the, the, I guess there's one building that they keep going to that must be like a, an abandoned skyscraper that nobody is just like, yeah. Why does Jim always go hang out at the like in progress skyscraper? It hang does. Out? Like, like they're like, where are they? Where could they possibly be? And it's like, I don't know. Is it the building the fucking bat signal is coming from? I love later in the film when Catwoman uses it and Batman and Jim arrive at the same time and they're like. Oh, wait, I thought this was you. <laughs> like, I love that dumb joke. I'm just yeah. like, wait, it's it's not you. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh. The other good dumb joke they make was when um when Batman punches Jim Gordon in the face and then they're reunited and he's like, you could have pulled your punch. Oh, man. And, and he says, I, I worded it. I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, like talking to the penguin and being like. Lorada El Rada or what? I don't I don't remember what the clue. You uh, uh, yeah, you are. I had no L- idea what the fuck was going on at that part. Well, that's it's just thing. like, oh, cool, website. But that's the thing. Like, the the kicker there is that, like, the clue is relying on you knowing basic Spanish grammar to know that it what he has put is incorrect. That I, is a I, mistake there and that you're supposed to highlight that and well, use that to solve the puzzle. Okay. But Farmer Gordon uh, and Batman... Yeah. Are both people who live in Gotham, which is basically Chicago, and don't hey, speak fucking any Spanish. Hey, canonically, canonically, uh, Gotham is in New Jersey and uh, Metropolis. Is no, in it's Delaware. Chicago. Anyways, Chicago. I was Chicago because it's also a bunch of Eastern Europeans. I was arguing uh, recently with former Thimp guest, my co-host, and as you know, uh, Stephen Doughton, about this because he's like, "Isn't Batman kind of stupid?" And I was like. Sure, yeah, but I think it serves the film. And the other thing too is that Steven was my DM on a uh on a, a, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. And Steven would leave clues for us where it was like you find a bottle of Chardonnay, but the A and Y are capitalized, and then that, that was we had to like use that to figure something out later. But when after one of our Yang. friends was just like A-Y, Chardonnay, Chardonnay, we were like Phil, shut the fuck up. That's stupid. There must be something else. And then later, Stephen's like, I thought you guys would figure that out. The A and the Y were capitalized. So that's good, so Stephen, I imagine Stephen heard the U-R-L Rata yeah. and immediately was like, oh, website. That's yeah. what you need to do. The, the dumb that's- shit that I, real quick as an aside, the dumb shit that I did for a D&D campaign once is I did the classic uh, like lemon juice thing, Invisible Ink, oh, hell and yeah. I made a... Uh, a bunch of copies of a letter that I explicitly burnt part of to show that they Wasn't had I been part of this campaign. 
Yes, that to show that they had been near a fire to try to hint like, and I left also some other clues of like, uh, like a flame will light the way or something like that to try to be like, yeah, like put this near heat, do the fucking national treasure, <laughs> like, like a map will be revealed. Uh, that was that was the thing with uh, with talking about this because I was like, I appreciate how Batman is just like. These are some dumb clues, Riddler. Well, isn't it good? Because, like, with the uh, Zodiac Killer, it took so long for them to figure out the cipher because he did it wrong. Yeah, that I, I fully am like, oh, it's good because Riddler leaves weird, art, strange clues and Batman comes around to them. And it's like, also, it's like it, this movie would be boring if the Riddler immediately left the clue and Batman is like, here's what it is. Well, and instead, and it's way funnier for them to be like, it's way funnier for Colin Farrell doing a James Gandolfini impression to scream, you... F- you do is anyone here know Spanish? Yeah. It's law. The, the, so the thing is is also And and I, also it's I good because earlier Alfred goes, My Spanish is a bit rusty. Yes. Oh yeah. I I think a thing that I mean that's not why it's good. It's good because it's silly, but I appreciate it. I, I think the thing that people also undersell is that like riddles are silly. <laughs> Riddles, no, well, riddles, jokes, humor, any of that stuff that relies on some level of subjectivity are so ingrained in how your brain functions. 99% of the time that I make a joke or something that I think is funny, somebody stares at me dumbly because I have my dad's sense of humor because it was beat into me, not <laughs> physically. But, some people but don't verbal. stare at you dumbly. Some people stare at you with just like, seething contempt yes but it's a I thing where it's a thing where i think it's really funny but then like you do sometimes have to explain where the logical leap is that that my brain goes this is a funny thing to say or this is the answer to the riddle that everybody else's brains don't connect that and i think that that's yeah. exactly what the riddler is a is lot of but a lot of your jokes require like an abstraction on an abstraction that's referencing another abstraction which i get but i <laughs> yeah sometimes you just look at the other people and it's like yeah, why? Yeah, it's a thing. It's like, like, why? Why Why did you do that? And I think that that's what the Riddler is. The Riddler feels like a fucking 90s point-and-click adventure game. Absolutely. Where you're just like, like when we played fucking Toonstruck. Yeah, what if, what if he was, was like, what if Riddler was like, at the orphanage, there was one PC running Windows 98, and it had missed on my, it. And that's my all My favorite game was Grim Fandango, Batman. <laughs> And Batman's like, we have to take the sheets from this building Batman's and click like, them on the window. That's how we get out. Alfred tried to get me to play Day of the Tentacle once. I thought it was fucking lame. I really like Psychonauts. I prefer Tim Schafer's later I on. play Sims. Batman, would you like to play a game? It's called Phantasmagoria. I Batman. built my mansion in Sims, but my parents are still alive. Batman karate chopping the controller out of someone's hands because they're playing Call of Duty. Little guns. Slaps only. Alfred is a joke. Yeah, uh, Gamer Batman would be very good. That's that's the sequel right there. Gamer Batman. Gamer He's Batman. like really good at Mortal Kombat and Tekken. He's mostly uh, Batman finding out that his dad was a shit and then went to John Turturro and didn't expect John Turturro to murder a person and then John Turturro extremely murdered a person and John Turturro is standing there with his silly sunglasses just like, listen... I can't believe I'm in this movie either. But <laughs> I'm happy Turturro's to be here. Like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm John Turturro. 
But I'm you a love piece me. of shit. Everything it's I'm weird. Gonna say it's gonna sound nice because I'm John Turturro. I was. I was. Idea. Remember. I was. I'm a piece. I was talking about this with a friend where I was like, "It's weird that Carmine Falcone is now like one of the like ten most like esteemed mobster roles." <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yes, it's a important reoccurring character, Carmine Falcone. Again, also, that's, I, it's so good. The level of dumb shit of like, penguin doesn't have wings, or a penguin has wings but can't fly, and then later like, bats got wings, and they're like, fuck, Falcone's just the Italian word for falcon. <laughs> like, it's me playing Wordle when the word is like, you know, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, at a point that I was like. <laughs> A rat with, I was like, oh, it's cat, cat woman's the rat. Yeah, yeah, a rat yeah. with wings, a cat. No, that doesn't no. work. <laughs> they just go through, they're like, here's seven people it could be. I'm like, shit, I, I only have three guesses. Batman <laughs> just I, finds I, a yeah. picture of like a cat in a Halloween costume with wings on it. And he's like, could this be anything? <laughs> I would love the five hour cut of this film. And two of it is just him and Alfred, like, like Bruce and Alfred going to the Gotham Zoo and like talking to the zoo workers like, Hey, do you have any animals that you would describe as uh, uh, a rat with wings? <laughs> Show me all of your birds. <laughs> it's like the wings of wonder. Uh, what about man bat? Is he a villain here yet? Like a man bat. I found out there's a type of bat called flying fox. Is there anyone named like fox? Like what? Gordon, fox? I know it's... I know it's a stretch, but what about Firefly? That villain of mine who has a jetpack and a and a flamethrower. No? Okay. Clayface can't fly, right? I think it's you know, Clayface. Okay. You know <laughs> that you know, maple like, uh, trees, the wind sends their seeds, so maybe it's poison ivy. You're right. No, that's uh, probably stupid. I would, I would love also uh, Stoner Batman getting high with Alfred and just trying to come up with a solution to these riddles. Kite Man. <laughs> Step that's, that's, dude uh nick we that mentioned it earlier cheese. the harley quinn series uh i i watched some of it with a friend and we were both like there's something up with kite man and then later in the film i mean later in the show kite man was like i can't do this i went to oberlin and i was like i knew something was up with that motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> he went to oberlin that fucking shit can't, uh, you can't trust kite oh. man so what would you have the sequel be because i think that's really Unless we want to talk more about Zoe Kravitz. Um, I always do, but uh, you know, I, 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 what do you really need to say other than Zoe Kravitz? I'm I, the only other thing is I'm shocked that she was like, I cannot believe that John Turturro, famous mobster, killed my mom. Okay, uh, here's actually a question I have, which I, I'm not clear on. Uh, well, I think I'm pretty clear, but like, Turturro didn't know that that was his daughter, right? Until no. she said something, I don't think so. I she has that moment where she's like, "Hey, do you remember blank? That was my mom." Yeah. So all this yeah. other time, it was just Totoro being like, "Oh, there's that hot waitress of ours." Yeah, I yeah. don't think he knew that that yeah. was his daughter. I think that was just yeah. him being like a sexy girl that work at club. Yeah. Okay. I I thought that was the case, but I I wanted to make sure because I had that moment. I was like, "That's how I read it," but it was weird enough. It wasn't, you know, like immediately like that that line because it was earlier was like oh that's her dad and then she's like he didn't do shit and then i didn't see him for years i was like so he doesn't know that that's yeah his daughter understanding yeah okay 
sure it's just probably fucking like he's probably got 45 kids but only one of them was toast the knowing he's probably shit probably all the fucking women that work at that club are secretly his daughter and he didn't know it dude if oh my god if they just for the next couple of movies just keep being like ah it's another fucking carmine falcone fail son (laughs) again again i really because i had bought into the movie so hard i said this on the like the off-screen part but like i had bought into the movie so hard that i forgot that that we knew that paul dano was the riddler and i was really expecting to actually do the thing from the long halloween or part of the thing from the long halloween where it is carmine falcone's son being like no my dad doesn't fucking respect me so i'm gonna just murder all these people to show admittedly wouldn't that spoilers for the long halloween one of the good things about the long halloween is that carmine falcone's son is also like Oh, I didn't do that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a second holiday killer. And it, but, but also, it kind of plays in that space where, like... Give me it, a thumbs up might, when it's It's Harvey safe. Dent. It's Harvey Dent. It's not Harvey Dent. No, the second holiday killer is Harvey Dent. about this. I'm not editing no, but, but, this. No, it's his I'm wife. Not, these are Oh, you're it's right. Wife. You're right. That's what it is. It's Harvey Dent's wife. Yeah. That's what it is. You're right. You're right. I was like, isn't it Harvey? And it like, point, no, it points to his wife. Doing that's the thing. One. That's the thing. Is it, it, what a good fucking series. Part of, yeah. Part of that, that part of the reason that the hot, long Halloween is so effective is that I think by the end of it, you could, you could buy that literally the holiday killer is all three of those people. Like yeah. all three of those people did the various murders. It is unclear who did what I think at times. And that's why it's good. And that's why I'm glad that they're just like, you know, and we, we talked about it earlier, but I'm just glad that both, like, The Dark Knight, which I think is... I, I think Batman Returns, The Dark Knight, and uh, The Batman are the exemplary Batman live-action films. I think Mask yeah. of the Phantasm is also perfect. And, like, Mask of the Phantasm is good. Yeah. But I appreciate that all of them kind of in their own way take... I mean, the ba- Batman Returns is just, like, the weird psychosexual one of Tim Burton working out some things. But The Dark Knight and... The Batman both being like, hey, the long Halloween rules, let's take different parts from it. And, like, Matt Reeves being like, oh, man, shit, he left, like, half of that for me? Cool, I'm going to take that half. I think the other thing that they could feasibly do, just because I really like, but I don't know how the well they would, the thing is, like, can okay, I, I can really I like, I like I yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I really like uh, Arkham uh, Asylum on the Hill. What was what's the name of that? Is this Grant Morrison's Arkham Asylum that you're talking about? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what, it's like uh, Serious House on Serious Earth. Yes, yes, that's Grant's. Yes, that's I, I, one of those things that just came to me. Yeah, um, yes, like like an adaptation that leans into that of just like really focusing on how Batman's interactions with all of the villains a they are all reflections of him which obviously a lot of the movies play into that but also how uh horrible the psychiatric institute of arkham is and how it fucking breaks them like the bit there with two-face of like them being like yeah he used to flip a coin uh, but he, you know, that's obviously a binary is bad. So we put him on a die and then we worked our way up to like the I Ching and now he can't make any fucking decisions. And so he just shits himself all the time. It's like, Jesus, man, that's real. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a, uh, yeah, that was a, uh, uh, Grant Morrison's take on it. Grant Morrison is, uh, a comic genius and their work on Batman was one of the defining works of Batman for me. Uh, that's the one where, uh, Grant Morrison introduced Batman's son, uh, Damian Wayne, who is a fantastic Robin because they were a little sociopath who would put like metal buckets on people's heads and then beat them with brooms while shouting, where is the hostage? 
And this was after Bruce Wayne had died and Dick Grayson was filling in as Batman. And he was just like, holy shit, they did a number on you. Because he was um, Bruce's son that he had after Talia al Ghul raped him. Mm. Cool. But it was always like explicit from that. And it was a, an interesting thing. And mm-hmm. then uh, Damien uh, is uh, just a little weird sociopath that I adore. Hmm. Um, speaking of a Robin, uh, Batman was kind of eyeing that orphan boy from the beginning of the movie <sighs> to the end of the movie. Yeah. I really was like, are they setting up a Dick Grayson thing, but having oh, it be this instead? They have to. Um, sorry. They should do that because they haven't actually tackled Robin. No, and Robin Penn said, if we do Robin, he has to be 13. Sorry, he has to be thirteen. Jacob Tremblay. He has to be. He has to be a little acrobat boy, a tiny little man who does flips all the time and runs up walls. And his parents are dead, and he's sad. And then I take him in, and I give him his first hug that he's had in five years, and I say, "Here's a, li- a little suit." And then we go out every night, and we go punch the. Babies. I I'm not proud of this, but I've cried to comic books a number of times. And spoilers for the modern run of comic books, but um, Alfred died not too long ago. Hey, that sorry, real quick. That's a sad thing that I just if you if you go to the Damian Wayne Wikipedia page, it has Damian Wayne doing the you know I had to do it to him pose. <laughs> like he is please, uh, that is fully intentional. Thing. Yeah, that's fully intentional. Bad. Do not worry. Uh, but no, so they they uh, something uh, I, Bane killed Alfred. Uh, long story short, Bane. and um, Alfred really adopted the butler. I was I, born in the butler. Well, the beautiful thing with this a is that guy. Alfred. For an old butler. Uh, (laughs) For a a 90-year-old British man. uh, A sweet thing from this all is that Alfred, in his will, is just like, you know, I had some good stock options. I made some smart investments. I'm very rich. But I care for you people. And he leaves Dick Grayson, like, a billion dollars. Damn. And it's there's this beautiful panel... Like full page spread of just Dick Grayson reading the letter and just at the end, I'm getting choked up recounting it. I, at the end of it, he's just like, I hope you're okay that I did always see you as a son. And like, it's just like Dick Grayson being like, I lost my dad. And so I want a Batman movie that understands that and just being like, Alfred is the dad of these people, of these weird fuck. That's the good thing with this film is they're all fucking freaks. Mm hmm. Well, and that's and the one, it Alfred the, lives the explosion, which was very silly. When he's like, "It's a bomb," and then he throws it away. I like that I like. No, the, it's good. I, I like that the Riddler's bad at making bombs. He's okay at riddles. He's pretty mediocre at bombs. Well, he's not that bad because he did make the seven van bombs to blow up the seafront. It's weird that, that the Riddler's I thought that was, was his Katrina. online friends. Maybe it was. I thought I once feel he like five hundred. I, I mean, maybe yeah. Because I like I uh, once he had like, five hundred followers. I assumed he had like ten percent engagement, and five of those dudes could. Because there's no way he's driving. He's getting all those different vans. He's getting five different vans and explosives. The Riddler, sure, look at his apartment. He doesn't have you that can't, much money. You can't rent seven vans. It's no. a cheap trick that they pull off in this. But I do like that you have that moment of like. Batman driving the car, trying to get back, like calling frantically. Yeah. And then getting there. And then it picks up and it's like, I tried to call you an hour ago. And you're like, oh shit, this part was a flashback. I always like when something does that and you think that it's like, oh, this is happening. And then this is happening. And Mm -hmm. you're like, wait, shit, that already happened. Well, it, it, it works because the alternative is like, oh no, these things are playing out simultaneously and he just happened to miss it or whatever. Like it's better to be like it. 
it, it is better to do the fucking uh, Ozymandias. I made the I, 35 minutes ago. Go. Yes. Yeah. Pull. It's just, it's good when it's her on the phone and then it pulls out and there's fucking fire crews like yes. walking and, up like, and you're like, and- oh, damn. <laughs> That's why she didn't pick up immediately. Yeah. She can't fucking hear her. Uh, um, uh, yes, it's good. I, as it's far- dumb in the ways that these are all dumb, but. It's exemplary in the ways that some of these, or that most of these are often not. And that is an important distinguishing factor for me. All right. It looks incredible. It sounds incredible. We got to shift into wrapping up. We haven't really talked about the ending. Uh, A lot of people have criticized the third act of this movie, which I don't really understand. I feel like it ties everything together really well. Because we've been recording for two hours and 53 minutes. That is correct. All right. So I have. Well, wait, wait, wait. I only have 240 on mine. Okay, well, we'll, well we got to get is, I, I started right before we clapped. We've been live for two hours and 45 minutes. Um, oh, so ten, 10 minutes to put, put together our sequel. A lot yeah. of people have complained about uh, the third act of the movie, which I don't really get. I, I mean, I guess people don't like the transfer from, like, the Riddler to the Riddler's people, but uh, I don't know. I, Did you think I, it was, no. like, overly I, political? I thought it kind of worked. I think I like. I think it really worked because, like, the whole thing here is like, what is Batman? What is he to Gotham? Yeah. And like the the initial pitch is that he is a symbol of fear. Mm-hmm. He is he is a thing that like the the people of Gotham are afraid. And then as the movie goes on, you realize, and you especially once you get the Riddler bit, it's like, no, you realize that to certain people of Gotham, he is is a symbol of change of real change again to, to pull from the yeah, fucking real. thing of the real change of like this is how like we are going to fucking storm the the capitol building or whatever we're, um, we're mean, gonna it, massacre everyone in gotham square gardens yeah the character arc is really simple and it's laid out i would say pretty well of the so guy on the ground going don't hurt me that batman just saves and Batman not doing anything, just disappearing, to at the end of the person, Batman looking, of, of them looking at Batman and basically being like, don't leave me. And Batman like touching their hand and being like, it's okay. Yeah. Like that is the entire and arc then, of that character the entire, in those scenes. Out. The entire thing of the movie is the, you know, uh, uh, Batman or Bruce Wayne, it does Batman to exercise like his trauma, his situation. It's something he does. But he says he does it for Gotham. That he's doing right. it to make the city a better place. Uh, and, and then at the end, he fully is like, this is how I make it a better place. And yeah, right, in well, the arc of this then, movie, the movie explores Bruce Wayne's relationship to, to Batman and how those tendencies are echoed and miro- mirrored in the Riddler. And then uh, Batman comes to realize he can't be that you know symbol of fear that uh, he does have an impact on people. And he he does, you know, inspire something in Gotham and he can do it for the better. And he realizes that through seeing his mirror, uh, fucking the Riddler, uh, his dark mirror, his dark twisted mirror, uh, inspire these like five to ten people to dress like him and real slim shady massacre some people in a in a square garden. And I say that kind of jokingly, but that is a perfect actual description of what they're doing is slim shading it. Yeah. But, but I, I do think that that's really good because again, like the, the, the thesis of at least going back to the dark Knight, the thesis of the dark Knight is that like what Batman realizes, he's like, I will have to be the villain in order for Harvey Dent to be the good guy. And for people to idolize Harvey Dent, I will become the villain. And this one is, is he becomes that symbol of hope. 
And, and he doesn't do become the villain because he disappears for seven years. And that's my biggest issue with the Nolan Batman. Sure, sure, sure. Um, sure. But we're, which I hope this one fixes. It. But besides that, whatever. Uh, they're bad films. Um, they're- the thing that is a kicker to me is between there's two things that are one is big and is pretty fucking obvious because it's the guy he finds at the end when he unmasks like doing the Riddler, and it's the guy that he was talking to at the funeral yes. who was talking right about. Touch. About how his uh, was his daughter died because they could or his wife died because they could not afford uh, cancer treatment or something. It was it was something where three, something like, yeah, but but it was like the like, system failed this guy. Right. Part of the reason he is pissed is that the like the city promised and like the rich people have promised yeah. the Gotham renewal thing, and none of that money trickled down. That money went to enrich the people who are already there. And what happens when you have that happen? You do have people who buy into the fucking Riddler's, like, insane bullshit of, like, well, let's just, let's kill everybody in the city. Uh, Because, like, hey, at least that way change will occur. And maybe it'll work out for me. If I'm the person who's going to the gun and It is easy to convince those who have been fully failed and recognize that there is nothing that matters in these actions to take extreme actions so as to force and inflict so change. You, you get that, and then you also get a brief scene. Uh, I forget exactly where it is, but there is a brief scene where they do show people in the Riddler outfit because there are also other like people. Like They do see that like there are people in the city who are seeing the Riddler doing this stuff and talking yeah. about the corruption going on and being like, yeah, no more lies. Yeah, yeah, the, the protesters outside the funeral. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and also the guy in the funeral who Bruce Wayne talks to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, what villain do you pick to capitalize on all of this? Uh, in this inflection point. Where it also seems that with the devastated, because the Riddler's plot uh, is to flood the seawall, because Gotham is apparently also Amsterdam. And, uh, yeah. And the, the, and the Amsterdam. It's obvious. Yeah. And the city, the water, like the, the ocean or whatever, takes a bunch of the city. And so they they are fully like devastated. And a, a key Batman story that Nolan also hints at in uh, The Dark Knight Rises is No Man's Land. I was gonna where, say No Man's mm-hmm. Land. Yeah, where an earthquake devastates Gotham, and Gotham then is declared a no man's land by the United States government, and it's just kind of lawless, and the gangs ca- tear Isn't it up. Isn't there straight up a, a, a Batman comic where the Riddler does the same thing? Uh, Year Zero uh, is kind of. Where it's like a similar, it, I don't know if the Riddler causes it. It's been a minute. I really like the Scott Snyder run. High recommendation. Greg Capullo's art, fucking bonkers as hell. Uh, Court of Owls, all time great Batman story. Court of Owls, uh, good. Uh, but um, the uh, the thing, uh, Hush would uh, be good. Hush is Hush is hinted at in this. I they kind of make the Riddler Hush, which I appreciate. Well, well, they make the um the the I, reporter that is killed has apparently the same surname as hush or something like that oh and shit they, is it elliot uh, uh hush is tommy elliot yeah, yeah. I, I believe they imply that it, the reporter's last name is elliot i yeah. believe they imply his first name's thomas and then um there's the point where when the when the riddler has his like youtube true crime video that they have a picture of the reporter and then hush is imposed over his face so i don't think they're gonna do hush or they don't they're not gonna have that character at all but they did kind of like Easter yeah. egg hint at that character. Um, Robert Pattinson, I saw an interview where Robert... Uh, it was Edward Elliot, but yes, it is Elliot. Okay. Yeah. Is the name. So Thomas Elliot is... Oh, yeah. Hush. The, the, I only, the, I only wait, say Hush so because th- Hush is a really good example of a person that is like, here is somebody who has basically the same background as Batman, 
who's gone a different direction. So, I, so I, people so, said that, that yeah. maybe setting up Elliot, uh, I his, don't, his brother, his potential brother, yeah, is a way I, to bring Hush into it, actually. I don't, yeah, no, or son or whatever. I don't hate that. The thing with Hush, and I think this kind of works, because I've always wanted to see one of these movies that just kind of makes their own villain, is that the original Hush story kind of sucks, but it's good because it's Jim Lee and he draws the fuck out of those characters. But Paul Denny, who would make who made Batman the animated series does a later version of Hush that's called the Heart of Hush story where Hush steals Catwoman's heart uh, because Hush was a talented surgeon and then at the end of that series or, in, or towards the middle of that run it's revealed that he is surgically he's gone under plastic surgery so he looks exactly like Bruce Wayne which I think is a fun sort of thing yeah. so you kind of do like him plus cat or sorry him plus uh, Clayface you know I think oh we lost Ian again that's what I thought Barry oh, no, Keegan at, in Yeah, I thought Barry Keegan at the end might have been too yeah. because of like the way they shot him. First thing where you only see half of his face is I thought that's what they were leaning towards because and again, going back to the 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 Tim Burton Batmans like Tommy Lee Jones and, and Jim Carrey is two face and the Riddler. Yeah. Like doing that, let's do that team up again. Yeah. I, um, I think that I, I mean you probably do two in the next and you have Catwoman's fall from heroism in it, but you know you don't have that clear cut. But I think I don't know. I like I think you do. Uh, you probably elevate Penguin and you do Two Face. Maybe you throw in a third, and you can pull it off with Batman because they're mobbish usually, sort of stuff like uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I just don't want to run the risk of the Dark Knight. I don't Rises. want Joker. Yeah, I don't want Joker, and I don't want the Dark Knight Rises where it's like fucking okay, it's Bane. Actually, no, just kidding. It's Talia Al Ghul. Also, Wonder Woman, or not Wonder Woman, Catwoman is there. And, yeah, okay. I think like, we make like, it clear from the start. So this is so Matt Reeves has said that like anything that happens in this universe is going to be more grounded. Like there is this takes place more in our world, but also like more in a genre world than than um. The, the Dark Knight, the Nolan. The, the, yeah, the Nolan trilogy. So, like, have, it's ever... a neo noir take on everything. So, I like, and I, I think probably the closest is to that we're gonna get is are those kind of like thriller films. So, I think the second, like, I don't think we'll see anything crazy. I don't think we're gonna see Bane. I think for the second movie, but we, that okay, we talked about it earlier. There yeah. is the part where he is knocked out on the yeah. on the. The the top on like basically on the scoreboard and Catwoman has saved him and he's like, Okay, it's okay. And then she's getting attacked by another guy, and then he presses a button and he stands up and it's like fully like the adrenaline shot from Pulp Fiction. And it almost feels like it's too on the nose to not be like, Is this venom? It is hold on. It, it is, is it is more bonkers than that. He doesn't just like it like he doesn't just press a button. You're he right. hits a button that opens a port on right. his fucking suit so that he can inject the yeah, you're right. into that port on the suit, which rocks. It's too clear to not be like, this is something yeah. that like, and like maybe, and like the credit to Reeves, is this is the case where he's like, I'm going to throw like seven balls up in the air and we can figure this part out later. And if we yeah. don't follow it up, we don't follow it up. Who gives a shit? Yeah. What I I'd imagine is the, okay. So Robert Benson in the interview I've seen is they're like, you know, who's going to be in the next movie? And he says, I'd like to see the court of owls. And Paul Davis says, don't say, it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And Robert Pattinson says, I'm just guessing. I just say it every single time. Which, that's what Robert Pattinson really wants to do. Matt He's Reeves a fucking... has commented on wanting yeah. to do it. And I think that could work with the idea of Batman as, like, rebuilding hope as a symbol in Gotham. And also that Gotham has to rebuild, given the, like, flood. Uh, 
So, uh, for those of you listening who aren't aware, The Court of Owls was a recent addition to the Batman canon by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. When Scott Snyder took over after the relaunch of DC Comics with the New 52, and the general idea was basically sort of almost a shadow Batman that existed where there was a cabal of rich Gothamites who exploited the city, and they were the Court of Owls, and they had a um, protector, enforcer figure called Talon, and one of the things that happens in that is, as they uncover the stories, they learn that uh, Dick Grayson was in line to be the next Talon, and uh, the figure that is running for mayor in that election, or in that in that series that is running for mayor in that, that Batman is supporting, at the end of that is revealed to be Talon, and is he is certain that he is Batman's, that he is Bruce Wayne's brother, Thomas Wayne Jr., uh, a child that Martha had when she was sickly and the child couldn't make it, or they weren't sure if the child was going to make it, and they were murdered before he was cleared from the hospital, so he was raised in an orphanage. And Batman later is like, he's a delusional person, but it, there's that little bit of ambiguity, and I'd be fucking down if they are like, let's fucking I, tackle that. I, I think it would be cool if they did that. I think like even if they wanted to, again, that maybe leans a little too close to it and would give maybe some of the... the the spoilers away or whatever. But like, I think they should do something with this mayor because so much of this film was around that mayoral election that I think it would be a shame to not continue that political intrigue aspect. On the other hand, I also would love for them to just go bonkers with it. And like, let's do the part where the Riddler goes into the Lazarus pool and goes insane and realizes that Bruce Wayne is Batman. (laughs) The only option. They, I don't that? think they How can do that. that. I, I don't think they do can that. do that because of the fact that they hinted at it. They used that tension yes. to deceive you in this film, which I think was wonderful. And I think, I think Talon would be fun because it hasn't been tackled. And it's the thing where it's like, there's only one storyline. It's a beloved story as it stands now. And it would just be fun because it's like, I mean, running off the top of your head, the top of my head, your options that they haven't covered in films at all. You've got Hugo Strange and Hush. Yeah. I mean, even Kyler Croc was in a movie. Uh, but it, yeah. Uh, not Hugo no, Strange like, could work. Mad Hatter hasn't been done. Hugo Strange is, was so much a part of the Arkham games. Yeah. Though, that, like, you can do that. You can Ventriloquist? And then, like, that, that. none of those work. Yeah. You know, as well. Oh, it's been. It, Ivy's only been done the one time, and it's been. Uh, you know, twenty years. But the thing is, is that history's kind of indicated Poison Ivy, mm-hmm, and that's yeah. the thing the Harley Quinn show operates on. Well, and, where Harley and, Quinn is like, I'm not an eco, or where Poison Ivy's like, I'm not an eco terrorist. I'm fucking right. I mean, yeah. they could literally have Poison Ivy as well, an eco terrorist that is the first act villain. The the yeah, because yeah. Gotham's been destroyed, and she's like, the city should be reclaimed, and we shouldn't rebuild it. Yeah, the, that that sure. would work. And then the also prob- they could set the a, a problem. Do they have anyone for Two Face? They don't have. Uh, uh, they haven't introduced any kind of Harvey Dent. No, they you could, Yeah, I, I thought Sarsgaard might be a fake out. Yeah, and then his head exploded. They could so put that back wrong. together. Um, the thing, the thing though, with the Poison Ivy stuff is that Talia Al Ghul in Dark Knight Rises kind of fulfills that role because her thing there is, plays into the. Humanity is a blah blah blah. Yeah, Batman Begins does a cool job with Ra's al Ghul, and I wish that they did Talia cool at all. 
because Bat because the the Al Ghul family is cool, but they can't touch them anytime soon. So yeah. I immediately like cut them off. They should do the thing. Could you they combine the- Two Face and Court of Owls into doing kind of a Manchurian candidate thing? And- oh, that'd be yeah. fucking sick. Yeah, Dude, that'd be so cool. Yes. And then And I- also then like that plays on like what we I said earlier and what we kind of talked about where it's like the best Batman movies are they're just like, hey, you know what's a cool fucking flick? This movie. Let's make it with Batman. And or I think like, that's uh, what we oh. have to think of uh, the, the this Batman series as. I think if we see the Joker, he's going to be more of like a um, kind of a spree killer than anything else. I hope he never gets out of Arkham and is just like a looming... Like, I would love if they, you know, and, and like Reeves has said that they're going to release the scene... And that one of the key things with this is that, like, Batman goes to talk to the Joker to get insight, and Joker is far more attached to Batman than Batman expected. And I would just love if it's like, yeah, just do that in the sequel. Make that in the film if it's just like... I don't want them to do that because, again, to go back to what we were talking about earlier with the, the Silence of the Lambs thing, part of what makes it work in Silence of the Lambs is the dynamic there between Clarice Starling yeah. and Hannibal or even in the, the Hannibal TV show, uh, you know, they should, uh, Will Graham and uh, like Jack and Hannibal going to visit him when he's arrested. They should uh, rip off Silence of the Lambs because Silence of the Lambs is like one of the like, I don't know, 25 best films ever made. They, they will not succeed in doing that, but they yeah. should just do it. Really? They should rip off. Um, I think we should go back to the 80s, uh, 80s political Manhunter? thriller. Manhunter. Would, I would yeah. say political thriller for the second one because I Honestly, think it's going to be about rebuilding Gotham. And then for the third one, assuming it's going to be a trilogy and a final one, we're going to go back to having to confront who Batman is and who Bruce Wayne is. And as the Joker is like the ultimate mirror for him, uh, I think that the Joker should be like a Hannibal Lecter through the second one. I don't know what he'd be good for as a Hannibal Lecter. Like, I don't know how insightful he'd be. If it works. Kind of it mystery. works. It works if you do it in this one with the Riddler. If you don't do it, since they didn't do it in this one, you probably should just skip that. Yeah. But, but I think the you, Joker you, should yeah. be in the third one. I, I, uh, I hope that if they do three, do how many? I don't give a fucking shit. I'll see them. But, um, so far, the uh, Bale's Batman, the Nolan Batmans are the only one that have concluded like have a conclusion, mm-hmm. and I don't like the ending of that because no, Neil Gaiman, who we're more mixed on these days, but did a, a great little two shot after Grant Morrison was killing Bruce Wayne, and it was called "Whatever Happened to the Caped, Caped Crusader," which was a callback to "Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow." Mm-hmm. That uh, was done when they were ending the original DC universe for Superman, and the whatever happened to the Caped Crusader was basically it was Batman's funeral, and all of these people are attending it, and you're like, it doesn't make sense. It's disjointed and all these things, and then it's basically real. Then that's the, this two shot that it's the reward for Batman in the afterlife is he keeps being Batman. Like there's some Batman quote where he's like, I could quit this at any time. But it's not today, and it's not tomorrow. And I want a Batman series that ends not with, like, Batman riding off into the sunset, like what happens in in, uh, in the Nolan Batmans. But I want it to end with, it's just like, he's going to keep being Batman. And one day, maybe some fucking kid on the street with a gun gets lucky and shoots him. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But regardless, till his last breath, he is Batman. 
You know what? I- so I would like it to be like, hey, here's like unending, but not like the ending. Whatever they decide to do with this series, I'll tell you, you know, how I, they ended. I think I'll it, tell you I how think they ended. The opposite. It's a role reversal from the ending of the original taking of Pelham One Two Three, where. Um, <laughs> You know how that one ends? Walter Matthau opens up the door. Yeah. I think it should be that, but it's the Joker. Like, Batman thinks he, like, is done, and then he, like, returns to the Batcave at the end of the day, and then just the door opens. Joker's dancing. And then it's just the Joker Mm. leaning in for a smile. I I would actually be fucking down. I got a couple endings. Here's here's my first pitch. Batman is at a diner. Um... Oh, so how funny sorry how funny that that the riddler went into that like shitty new york diner and then was like can i get just a little just a little fo- little phone fo- do you have a milk steamer do you have a frother I'll, it's fine if can it's i get a cortada can i get a cortado? you guys don't do that because you're a diner no, uh, uh, um macchiato classical macchiato cappuccino actually do you, i bet he's been going there for like five years and just he's like you guys should get a milk steamer you guys should get I'll buy it. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's been going there for five years and has continually gotten the one with the question mark. And it's only in the last like two months that the person <laughs> who works there has been increasingly wondering, like, what the fuck is going on with this question mark? Some dude keeps like murdering people and calls himself the Riddler. And this guy, this weirdo, keeps coming and getting. <laughs> I do love that he's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And then he sees Batman out the window and he's like, ah, ha, ha, it was. Yeah, I do like that. I I initially thought from the trailer that he ordered it like that. It's very nice that they showed him with the stirring straws that he did it himself. It's so much better. It's such better insight into that dweeb that he's like, and I am so mysterious. Um, He's practiced it. I do think that, like, I think we should, like, the thing that people liked about Winter Soldier to go back to to go to the MCU is that. It is in some ways a three days of the condor situation, right? Like it, it is. They call it. They call it that. It's not really that, but it is kind of like a three days of the condor. I do think it would be cool to do like an all the king's men, or a a parallax view, or a Manchurian candidate for the Manchurian session. candidate is a perfect choice with Harvey yeah. Dent, and you like you do the Cordiles and Harvey Dent, and that's genius. I just want to say real quick. I bring this up on as you know, which you can find on. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, but uh, what I, I don't remember what episode it is where I bring this up. But do you know what three days three days of the Condor is based on? Three doors down. The band. It's based on a novel called Six Days of the Condor, and yeah. I think it rules. That's right. That they cut it in <laughs> Hollywood. Was like, this. Whoa, 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 whoa! Six days. <laughs> yes, I remember finding whoa. that. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa! How about three days? And then later it was turned into a TV series, and they're like, No, 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 no! We can't limit it to three days. Just call it Condor, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just love that's the full fucking, br- like, the the brain of it all, where it's like, whoa, six days, that's a lot. That's a fucking long book. Three days, that's the movie. And then the TV series is like, maybe we want fucking season three. Keep it open-ended. It's just called Condor. It's cleaner. Uh, 165 days of Condor. <laughs> How do you measure a Condor? six hundred Condors. Shit. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a better sequel idea than Manchurian Candidate with Two Face and Court of Owls. Which well, and we're due. We're due for another one because well, the the original was eighty something, and then they did the. Is, is the original no, the original is like sixty is something. because it it's Sinatra, and yeah, then um, and then Jonathan Denzel. Demi does it in two thousand four as a Bush era. I think it's two thousand four. 
but it's Bush era with Denzel. It just it feels like Lee Schreiber. It also feels like the time is ripe. Like part of the reason that the political thriller right, gained such height in the like late seventies and eighties was a response to the Watergate yeah. scandal. And it feels like at this point, like there's so much uh not not to be a person that's like, ooh, like this will lead to great art or whatever, but there's so much shit that is going on that you could pull from. I mean, part of the reason that I love CBS procedurals is because you can always tell when they're like, oh yeah, somebody was watching like CNN and when they were writing this episode. Like we just had an episode that brought up bath salts. Of I'm trying to think who I think would crush it as a Harvey um, Dent. Harvey Dent. Yeah. Uh, Josh Safdie. I, I, I do think, I do think that like, the cool thing to do would be to have the new mayor be like if they're doing a court of the owls thing. I think that having the new mayor be the Talon. Right? Yeah, like I think having that reveal would be cool because that's the thing that people would not. I think other than the real nerds uh, would know or, or suspect. And then uh, yeah, having another thing that would be sick is if and I, I know it's always silly if they just fucking bypassed. Robin and we're just like it's Batgirl mm. and uh, one of my uh, the the I mentioned it earlier an important uh, story when I was reading Batman comics as a child was No Man's Land which introduced um, uh, Cassie is it Cassie Cassie Kang Chang shit hold on Kang uh, the Conqueror no, Cassandra Kane it's Cassandra Kane who yes. is the half Asian. Uh, Batgirl that just fucking shreds and slices throats. And I think just fucking jump to that one. Have that be the other character. I don't know. Do there's lots of Batman characters get weird with it. I'm just trying to think of like a sort of like clean cut actor, um, around like Pattinson's age to play like a Harvey Dent. Yeah. A Harvey Dent. And that's, that's what I was going to say. Let's leave on, on that sort of thought. Who is uh, but, uh, how old is Pattinson right now? Pattinson is thirty five. Okay, well, so you probably want a little bit older for Harvey Dent. You know, I, I well, or do you it, go like full like? I feel you know. like you get him. You get somebody maybe in their twenties, and he's like an up and coming like D, like like early into his career. Yeah, like, like he, yeah, yeah, okay, that would computer. be good. He's a little older, but um, who's that guy from? Uh, Thank you for smoking. Are you saying Aaron Eckhart? Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. Is, He'd be great. Fucking joke. Fuck off. Fuck you. Um, I'm just looking at actors and I'm like... I'm actors that are 40. How about this? Uh, what if they end the trilogy like uh, fucking... Uh, what, if the, what if the final movie is like... What if the second movie ends with him like adopting a kid and then the third movie starts with oh, we can we can continue we continue joker, the podcast joker breaks free yeah. and then um joker breaks free and then he kills robin and then like batman what if beats the shit out of joker and then uh, the- uh somebody that i have always felt is deserving of a great role is trevante rhodes oh my God. who is in moonlight as the oldest uh, Chiron. I mean, let's be and realistic. He's 32. 
They're gonna give it to one of the fucking Stranger Things kids, like Finn Wolfhard. Will be. No, they're no, no, they're they're too young. They're gonna play Robin. Finn Wolfhard's gonna be Robin. Joker's gonna kill him. There's gonna be a scene at the end of the <laughs> movie where Bruce Wayne is closed, turning off the lights in Wayne Manor, and he's like, "Good night," but then it's dead. But then Robin's dead, and then he cries, and that that's gonna be the end of the movie. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, um. I think that would be something. Uh, um, just like throwing out some Josh names Safdie's here. Josh the best two phase. I'm sorry. I don't think. Josh Safdie would be great. Um, somebody who I think should be the star of something. He already was the star, but didn't get enough dessert. I think John Boyega should be attached to one of these fucking things. That would be good. He was done dirty by Star Wars. Yeah. John oh Boyega God. deserves a better role just in anything. Yeah. He rules, but um, I think um, yeah, yeah. John Boyega, Trevante Rhodes. Uh, he's older, um, but uh, somebody who hasn't done any of these type of roles, and I think is a tremendous actor, is uh, Stephen Yuen. Oh yeah. And he could do that sort of thing where he's like really charming and handsome. Like I already saying that I'm like, holy shit. I would fully believe like, yeah, I believe in Harvey Dent. And then you have that fucking like the switches flipped and you're like, this is the scariest person on the planet. Cause that's the thing that Eckhart fucked up is he couldn't really be that scary. Yeah. But like as somebody they who thinks lied, that earning is a great film, the, they relied on the fucking bad. Yeah. Not bad, but like the, the CGI. The, yeah. 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 Like, Steven Yuen and Burning, there's, like, a moment where you're like, either this is the most bored human being on the planet, or this dude's a sociopath. And I think he could fucking just flip that switch mm. and just, you know, be handsome in the suit. And you're like, yeah, that guy, he's gonna, he's a bright new day. And then just having that moment where suddenly you're like, holy shit, this is scary. What is he up to? Yeah, I'm gonna say Steven Yuen is my choice. I like for- that. What about... uh Billy D. Williams was originally going to play Harvey Dent, and then they kicked him, <sighs> so Tommy Lee Jones could take over. So why don't they honor that and cast Donald Glover as uh, Harvey Dent? Can I can I say Brian Tyree Henry instead? Actually, as as a, he's already actor. a Joker. He's already a Joker. You can't be in both. In I do not remember that. I remember him from Internals, and I thought that was what you were going to say. Oh, that's a good point. Now he works at the. Uh, he's the guy that Joker uh, steals the medical files from at the hospital. God, oh my God! He also he is in uh, God, Godzilla versus Kong as a podcaster. That's true. He's played a podcaster. He can't. He can't be a villain. That podcast is rotting one. your brain, Coach yeah. Taylor says. Uh, but this podcast will never rot your brain. Man, I can't wait until. Uh, the Riddler and Joker break out of Arkham and start a podcast together called Renegade. When is, uh, Nick, when is the Think episode on Friday Night Lights? I don't know, in like a year when I finish it. Okay, because the entirety of As You Know, we'll, we will roll up in force. Yeah, we'll do another six-hour stream <laughs> where we talk about we should, that. Yeah, we should do that. You guys will watch Friday Night Lights. I will not watch Friday Night Lights. Am I? I will just like is this the know what's going on. Is this the second longest Think episode? No, no, oh, it's no. got it. No, because I, I, I honestly were at like about two hours and uh, 
like two and a half hours once I finish okay. stuff. But um, I okay. Here's what if they end the Batman movies like Whiplash? What if they basically do the end of the Dark Knight Rises? But then Miles just, Teller, wait, it just genuinely ends with Bruce yeah. Wayne just like. Like he's like I'm I'm settling down with Catwoman I'm I'm giving up my life of crime and then just like he winds up just putting like a napkin over his face in Paris and beating the shit out of a mugger <laughs> and then he's like I gotta go back. If Miles Teller wasn't such a fucking shit, he would be perfect Two Face. I think casting of the like the the creation that we have of like Two Face if you're like clean cut handsome man. Immediate apparent, there is a deep darkness and rage within him. I think. Oh fuck! That... It's gonna be Jared Leto. <laughs> it's gonna be Leto. Paolo, uh, Paolo, Paolo, Paolo. No, I... he was already the Joker. They can't do it again. It's Jared Leto. He always finds a way. It fucking sucks. Yeah, they won't stop putting him in shit. Uh, I think the way that the Batman trilogy should end is he goes to like a church to to get you know like get married or whatever. Um, and then Thomas Wayne is there and he, he gives him a big speech about like the importance of like family. And then he opens the door and it's white light and it's just the ending to lost. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. That's been the episode of Thimp on the Batman. Join us in two years when we'll be doing the Batman two. Uh, oh, sorry. I pitched from the- yeah. I what promised. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Paul. Batsman. Like the like the Kingsman, but the Batsman. <laughs> Fuck. All right. And I a couple years ago joked podcast. that Ray Fiennes was gonna play Alfred, and I'm so mad that Andy Serkis chose it instead. He was all right though. All right. Oh, hot Alfred. Yeah. Hot Alfred 2020. Two. Pl- plug your plug your podcast. One more. Uh, hi. Uh, you can find me. I'm Ian Benson. You can find me at As You Know, a podcast that covers the first and last episodes of TV shows. Uh, we, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. We're also on Twitter at As You Know. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Psyop Abelman because I finally unlocked my Instagram because I realized if I'm gonna like actually like you know start entering Kodak photo contests and being quasi serious about photography, I should probably just you know unlock my Instagram and shit like that. So uh, you can do that. You can also uh, find me on the street. And you can say, hey, and I'll be like, yo, what's up? You're a Thimp listener. That's true. You'd love to see it on the street. Uh, as, uh, Do you Thimp, want to give out uh, your res- home address so people can come and knock on your door? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's not coming through. Oh, damn, it's not okay. coming through. I think we lost Well, it came, through, it, it came it through, through on yeah. my recording of yeah. me using Perfect. a taboo buzzer uh-huh. to buzz out my address. Good. Perfect. But, uh, yeah, uh, you can also find me as a Thimsk resident comic book correspondent. I'll be back. I'll be back when I've taken you both hostage to talk about, I don't know, why the last man or whatever dumb Ian, shit I it, love. It has been a pleasure. Uh you can come back anytime. I say this prior to trying to edit this episode. Talk to me again in a week. When no, I'm just kidding. You've been great. Uh, it's Paul that I have to worry about. Uh, Paul, you got? Do you have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I fuck. How do you fucking sleep at night, Paul? <laughs> God damn. Um, as always, uh, I'm uh, partially on this podcast all the time. So. Especially um, on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, another spot, I'm just uh, cutting off Paul. Another spot you can find me is right back here at 
uh, uh, twitch.tv slash thimk uh, whenever one of these two decides to stream us playing Fortnite. Or conversely, I would just fucking hang out and drink a beer while one of you streams Elden Ring as yeah. an Elden Ring expert. Try I to killed make that a dragon more regularly. I killed a dragon and got 75,000 runes from doing that. Oh, uh, you did that dragon? Damn. I yeah, I, I fought the biggest dragon. dragon today. I called uh, Sony Online Support and asked them if I could get a refund for Elden Ring so I could buy it on PC. And they kept me on the phone for about 15 <laughs> minutes. And, and the person kept saying, I'm working on your request. One moment. I'm busy with your request. One moment. And then, I'm going to need they... to put you on hold. Would you mind holding it? I'm like, that's fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. And then suddenly they're just like, you played the game, so we can't refund it. Goodbye. You died. Fuck, I can't believe. I can't believe that Kaz Harai did that to you. It was, uh... I, I, uh, Thimk listeners, I am aware that Kaz Harai has retired from that position. Do not tell me uh, who was in charge of Sony Entertainment. It's still the Kaz Harai parody account. Yes, it is still, it is still Kaz Harai parody account, which in the bio explicitly says, I have retired. Yeah. I'm now oh. worried that I'm going to check the status of my PS5, and they're just going to be like, it's broken, but you played it. We're keeping it. Sorry. Nick, I will, I will, I will contribute to the, the, uh, the you play Elden Ring on PC fund. There's no need. I have enough money. It's the principle. It's not yeah. the money. It's no, the but I will contribute on on the promise that I get to guest and say shit as you're like, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, yeah, you, you fucking... You want, you're gonna if do anything, you know what I should do right now? I should play like Dark Souls. Like I should be playing Bloodborne. <laughs> you like play I should Stick go back. Well, you can't yeah. play Bloodborne. That's PS exclusive. Um, I, emulators. Not for that. Um, you should play. Oh, you should, we should do the Bloodborne uh, PSX remake. That would be cool. Uh, I would love to watch that. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna stop fanboying and let you guys end the episode. Uh, I was gonna say, Nick, they're gonna send you back a PS4 because it depreciated in value. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna be like, not even a you pro. This you can't. Uh, you, Paul, we can't uh, replace it. Paul, the the friend that I got drinks with before coming here tonight is the friend that I let my switch to. And she was like, I don't know. What's the Switch go for these days new? And I was like, $300. She's like, I'll pay you $150 for it. And I was like, so you're telling me that the OLED edition would only be $200? And she's like, so I'll talk to you when you come back from Los Angeles. And I was like, you have a deal. Perfect. Um, as always, you can find music that I do with the band that I'm in upstairs. The band is called Upstairs. You can find that music at upstairsuk.bandcamp.com. Uh, we are working on some new material that will. Well, I, I I don't know when it's gonna be out. We just started, but well, we've got some some ideas floating around in the old, the, as uh, Hercule Porridge would say, the little gray cells. So did you say uh, Hercule Porridge? Yeah, it's Hercules Porridge. That's his name. Um, that's a bit in the movie. Oh, anyway, uh, watch that space. Um, Watch you that space. Also, you can also find me on Twitter at Electric Mainline. It's Electric without the first E. Uh, Mainline. Uh, it's kind of named after a song from the spiritualized album Pure Phase. Is uh, that and, where it comes from? Yeah, that's a nickname. I've never known. That's a I was too afraid to ask. I think it's on the, the cover of Pure Phase or something. I don't know. It's some, something that, Nick, uh, that John called me at some point. Um, and you can also find me in the rafters at your local convention center um uh not doing crimes you can yeah you can uh you can find me revving my dodge charger with the fucking like 
V V thirty six engine dropped in the back while listening to Highway to the Anger Zone. <laughs> yee yee, brother. All right. Um, I'm Nick. This is Nick Rue. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Nick Rue. You can find me on Venmo at Nick Rue. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as Bad Bad Luigi. But there is someone with the screen name nick rue that you can message and ask them to give it to me um you can find this podcast at themethepodcast.com pretty much any website you can type in slash themethepodcast.com except twitch.tv where you have to type in forward slash theme on the websites where we are themethepodcast.com if you do type in just theme you're welcome to message the person that has that username and tell them to give it to us i already have but also strength in numbers as the Riddler knew. You can't find me on so these spots, but I like to lord it over my friends. So because uh, I'm a better person than them. You can also find work that I'm vaguely associated with at fleshofthestars.bandcamp.com, siloschoice.bandcamp.com, where you can listen to an EP that was dedicated to me. Uh, Upstairsuk.bandcamp.com, uh, beautiful music that Paul has already alluded to and I cannot wait to uh, photograph. Uh, Prathloons. Dot bandcamp.com. They've got an album coming out March 25th. That's very exciting. It was on the front Two page weeks. of Bandcamp. Uh, you can do all of these things, and as a better person, I love to spread the wealth. Wait, it was on the front and page of Bandcamp? Back yeah, it was on the front page of Bandcamp today. Uh, oh, new damn. and exciting. That damn. Exciting. I don't know that. That's very cool. Back yeah, to me, you can go to bandcamp.com slash uglyjail and find a song that I put up a while ago as a joke. I think that's still up. I may have deleted it. If you... It. Uh, if you go to um, uh, SoundCloud and you search Christmas Whiskey and you find Christmas Whiskey, the mixtape, Volume 1 and Volume 2, you'll find a mixtape of Christmas music that I added gunshots and voiceover to. All right. Listen I'm trying to think if I have anything else to plug and I don't. Uh, go on my Vimeo and... Uh, Leave some hate speech so I can report you. <laughs> Not go on my Vimeo. I will report you to the police. Until next time, don't think too hard without us. Uh, 500 followers. 535,600 minutes. Bye. Followers. Bye. Bye. What gauge? Bye.